This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. So you're at work in a meeting and it's time again to make a group decision. You can see the shutter going around the conference table. It's like a wave in a sports stadium. However, contrary to popular belief, it is possible to make good group decisions more quickly. Today, this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. It's the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. I often hear the word synergy as part of corporate speak. It is supposed to mean that when people are brought together to solve problems or make decisions, the team collectively makes a better or more effective decision. And for some groups, decision-making together is easy. But for many groups, decision-making as a team can be hard. In fact, some might call it painful, time-consuming, ineffective. So today I'll finally put an end to decision derision. I'll give you three steps to faster and easier group decisions. The first step is to define the decision. This may be more difficult than you think and is definitely an important step towards better, faster, and easier group decisions. Explicitly, you need to define what are you trying to accomplish? What criteria are important? And what are some possible limitations? For example, If your company is trying to decide whether to conduct a customer survey, this particular decision has nothing to do with what types of questions may or may not be included in the survey. And it has nothing to do with whether or not you have the resources to develop and conduct the survey. The question at this point is simple. Should we conduct a customer survey? Although the question and possible answers are simple, the process to reach a consensus may be quite complex. All the relevant information is needed, so that will need to be provided. And to continue our customer survey example, each person must understand what a customer survey is, what it's used for, and why it might be beneficial for the company to conduct one. If a survey would be especially important or helpful for the company at this particular point in time, then everyone needs to be aware of that. And if there are consequences, for example, you don't have resources, or the resources will be pulled from other important projects, then everyone needs to be made aware of that as well. The next step is to identify alternatives and then set a specific deadline for the decision. You'll need to compare the alternatives to your objectives and the criteria that you set up in the first step. Depending on the importance of the decision, you may even consider setting up a scoring process. Be sure to review the limitations and risks of each alternative you may end up having to throw out all the options and start again. In the absence of a deadline, the process lacks endpoints, so it may slow down or even come to a complete halt. If the decision process occurs over a few days, weeks, or even months, it's very helpful to create interim deadlines. That allows you to monitor the progress and determine whether or not you're moving closer to your ultimate goal. For example, if your team is deciding whether your company should open a second office in another city, you might consider setting a deadline to deliver a cost-benefit analysis on the issue, and then a report about the financial aspects associated with the expansion, and then finally determine about whether there are any legal matters that might pose obstacles along the way. The idea is to monitor the progress and to steer clear of any last-minute panic and chaos. 
And keep in mind, many goals or interim deadlines are useless if you ignore them. You can't wait until suddenly before the week the project is due and finally realize that no one's done anything. So why do groups get mired in decision-making process? One reason is that people in groups tend to get sidetracked. If a decision is being made during a meeting, people may go off on tangents or start chatting about related topics in other smaller groups. A good outline can help with that because it'll outline the tasks that need to be completed and possibly even the amount of time that you'll spend on each of those activities. And that'll help you accomplish what you need to accomplish before the meeting is adjourned. If the decisions to be made over a longer period of time, perhaps various groups of people are working independently on assignments, you'll need to follow a similar process by creating frequent check-ins. This will help to remind them of their tasks and remind them of the common goals. At some point during the process, whether it's an hour-long meeting to decide where the company picnic should be or a year-long internal analysis to determine whether the company should expand globally, people may lose focus. So it's essential to have a specific strategy in place so that the group can quickly and easily get back on track. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. It's the internet's leading provider of audiobooks, and they have more than 100,000 downloadable titles in all types of literature. I like Audible because they have many of the New York Times bestsellers. So for my listeners, Audible's offering a free audiobook. You can get your chance to try out the service. One audiobook that I recommend is from Nobel laureate Daniel Kahneman. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow. In the book, he shows how the mind works, and he offers practical and enlightening insights about how our choices are made, both in business and our personal lives. He makes a statement that my father often talked about when I was growing up, and that he challenges the notion that our decision-making process is rational. The truth is, he says, we're subject to many biases. And if we're aware of them, we have a better chance of avoiding them. If you're interested in the mind like I am, you'll love this book. So for your free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. One last freebie for those who hung on through the commercial. I wanted to let you know that if you have an HP web-enabled printer, if you go over to HP's ePrint Center and go into the business section, you can find my new publication called Communication Success, and you'll be able to get more communication tips from me. That's HP's ePrint Center, and my publication is called Communication Success. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.